This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. Birthing season, winter 2017. I walk out to South Point. It is wild and desolate. The air smells of malted sulphur and guano. I take my binoculars so I can see her more clearly, the first elephant seal mother to haul off. She is lumbering and clumsy as she heaves her body over the dunes and past the willow. Early winter is birthing season at Año Nuevo, the elephant seal sanctuary in Northern California where I am training to be a docent. My fellow volunteers are eating lunch in the barn. I'm alone out here. Walking helps. I make new footprints in the sand, my skin tingling in the salty air. I clench my fists and release them. Out on Cove Beach, the surfers in their black wetsuits carve up the face of a wave. My boy used to surf, raising his limber body onto a shortboard. That was when he trusted the water and its purity. I didn't suspect that anything could get in the way of his dreams. The mother seal dives into the water when the beta males aren't looking. She knows that if she is caught they will try to mate with her, just in case she hasn't been impregnated by the alpha. It doesn't matter that she is spent and famished. Somehow she isn't spotted Her skin shimmers like silver foil as she dips into the surf. She heads out into the deeper, darker water where she moves more easily and only has herself to think about. She doesn't look back at her pup who lifts up his head and chest from the beach as he searches for her. This is the first time she has left her baby's side since his birth. She has given him all of herself even when the tides were wild and threatening, when the huge elephant seal balls rose around her, roaring and fighting violently for the alpha position, when she was empty from birthing and had lost one third of her body weight from lactating and fasting. Now, something tells her it is time to leave him, to ignore her pup's cries that carry on the breeze. He continues to call the way he has done for the last month, the sound that has always worked to keep her close and protective of him. But she is far away now, hungry for fish and squid, deep diving alone. Her blubbery pup is still too fat to swim and his buoyancy would attract the sharks. He must slim down and learn when to take the plunge himself. I stare at him, stranded, rejected. The pups have a 50% chance of surviving their maiden voyage and even if this pup one day makes it back to Año Nuevo, to the very same breeding ground where he was conceived and born, there is no scientific evidence to suggest that he and his mother will ever reunite. The mother will forget the scent of her pup, his cry and the bond they forged during the early days together. She will mate again give birth and propagate. She is all instinct. As I stand on the bluff, I think about Zach, my youngest son. 
lying at home, curled up inside his sleeping bag, hands over his ears to shut out the voices only he hears. My eyes prick with tears behind my sunglasses and then I'm crying more freely, fiercely, and it hurts my throat. I want to climb down to the beach and pick up the seal pup to feed him myself. But the laws of nature govern here at the reserve. There can be no human intervention. I leave South Point and make my way back under the low sky. The marine haze is still heavy on the northern side of the reserve. The other docents gather and take their seats in the old horse barn for the afternoon session. We are going to watch video footage of great white sharks filmed by researchers at the University of California. I keep my sunglasses on and stand by the door, trying not to panic about the fact that there is no Wi-Fi or cell service here on this remote part of the California coast. I wonder if my son has woken up yet, frantic to reach me, if he will remember to call his older brother instead. I wonder if it is helping at all, me being here, trying to distract myself, trying to become a woman who isn't solely consumed by looking after her son, trying to put him together again. The shark expert starts his commentary about shark feeding habits, their evolution. It is hard to concentrate. The lecture sounds muffled and the room is airless. I hear something about the bad reputation that great whites have, how it is our responsibility to explain to park visitors why they don't deserve to be feared and hated. It is important to him. I can feel it in the urgency of his delivery and the quiver of his Adam's apple. I recognise that desperation to set the record straight.